Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. Real. True. Stories. May the narrative be with you. I'd been waiting for this moment all year. Really all my life. It was a cool Portland Wednesday in December. I was at home and I was looking out the window for that truck. Waiting for that truck to arrive. And I was kind of just pacing around the house and I was thinking about all the art and all the drawing that I had done in 2015. It was just last year in December. And I thought back to my mom, how she would never give me a coloring book, just a blank paper, and told me I could just create anything I wanted. She also told me that I was special and unique and one of a kind, and I could just do anything I wanted when I grew up. I just wish she had been a little bit more specific. (laughs) And thanks to my great mom and watching a whole lot of Mr. Rogers, I did feel good about myself. I had uh, good confidence and um, I felt that I was, you know, special and unique and good things would come my way. But I never remember my parents sitting me down and uh, telling me that life would also be hard and it's going to be a lot of hard work and you have to go to college and uh, it's not always easy to follow your passions and, and do what you love. But I did find the love of my life when I was young. I was only 19. And I married Sherry when I was only 20. Woo-hoo! She is my soulmate and sweetheart for life. And uh, we're still happily married. We have two wonderful boys. We had two kids right away. And I don't remember you know, pushing my passions or artistic desires to the back burner. But um, I just did the right thing. I was just trying to take care of my young family and... Uh, work hard and get a full-time job and, you know, benefits, health insurance, all that stuff. But in the back of my mind, I always really wanted to be a performer and a speaker and make people laugh, encourage people, be kind of an entertainer. And one day I really wanted to, to write a book. But I always thought, you know, maybe when the kids are a little bit older or when they leave the house, just someday... I guess one of my problems, to be honest with you, is I don't always feel like I'm living the best version of my life that I could be. I don't feel like I'm always living up to my potential. I like to say that I'm an artist, but I guess if I was an artist, I I am an artist, but I feel like I should be doing my art more regularly, more often, make it a habit. My sweet wife, Sherry, she knits all the time, everywhere. I'm surprised you're not, you are knitting, see? And so, no matter where she goes, Sherry says, if I can't knit there, it's somewhere I don't want to be. (laughs) And so consequently, she's an expert at something she loves. But I, on the other hand, tend to suffer from the paralysis of over-analysis. I'm always thinking about things or reading the directions or reading a book about it, but maybe not necessarily acting. I dream a lot and think about a lot of stuff, but don't ship a product or get things out to the world as often as I would like to. But I came across this quote that said, how you spend your life, it says, how you spend your day is how you spend your life. How you spend your day is how you spend your life. 
So I plug that into my phone, and it comes up every morning now, and it's been coming up over a year to remind me to think about that. How do I want to spend my life? How do I want to spend my days? And I also turned 50, and so that was a, a kick. And I realized I'm not going to get any bonus time. There's not any extra time. I need to make time and make it a priority to do my art and things I love. I tend to have an endless checklist, and it just hit me that that's never going to be done. There's always things on the to-do list. So I decided I need to put my art, the things I love, at the top of the list and do those first. I know life is short. My dad died when he was only uh, 41. And I know that... um, you know, life is just like a vapor. I told you I was positive, upbeat, and encouraging, right? <laughs> and I knew that I wanted to take action and do my art before it was too late. And so I felt really good. I do feel good about 2015, just last year, that I realized I sort of showed myself that when I make it a priority, when I focus and make it a habit, I can do my thing and, and, and practice my art like Sherry, is always knitting and and getting better at what she does. And so I made a habit last year of cleaning all the clutter off our kitchen table. It's a big dining room table. And I would get out all my art supplies, and I would draw thousands of sketches. And I started with our Naked Sheep logo, and then I gave him a mom and a dad and a a wise um, ram that came and gave him wisdom. And I would uh, use pen and ink, and I'd fill them in with watercolor, and then I painted these bright, colorful backgrounds on canvas. And it reminded me of when I was a little kid sitting at the table with my mom, and uh, we'd be coloring, and I'd just lose track of time and just get into it and, and forget about all the other cares and problems. They say in uh, Portland Story Theater, you tell the story that you need to hear. And I've also heard that you write the book that you need to read. So I wrote a children's book. (laughs) You know, some guys will get a hot motorcycle or a red sports car, but my midlife fun was writing a children's book. (laughs) Yippee! And so it's called There's Only One You. Um, And in the book... I say, you're special, you're unique, you're one of a kind, that you get to choose and pick what you'll do. No one else can decide. It's all up to you. Do what you like. Do what is fun. Do what you love. And don't quit till you're done. It might take some time, some patience, some practice, some oomph. But do what you can and do what you must. Amen. <laughs> and so that was a message I wanted to get out to kids all over. It was kind of what I heard my my mom told me, but also adding the component that it's going to take work. You need to stick with it and uh, develop time and energy to something you love. And I also realized that that's something that I need to hear over and over again. So 2015 was a great year for me because I learned hundreds of new things, but I learned them by doing them instead of just reading about them or thinking about it. I wanted a legit book in my mind with a hardbound cover for my first kid's book uh, with an ISBN number and a barcode and all that. (laughs) I wanted to sell it on Amazon and all that stuff. Uh, And so I did a Kickstarter to raise the funds and kind of launch that project out into the world. 
And my community came through for me in just a couple weeks. We had the funding. Um, and the Kickstarter was great for me because it gave me a timeline and a, a deadline and accountability that I really needed to, to get the project done. I had all kinds of obstacles, of course. Um, had problems getting the video done initially. Had problems, a little problem with the, uh, the page layout. The guy that was doing the layout was an expert, but he, he couldn't finish it all the way. So I had to end up learning Photoshop, which I learned just enough to, to be dangerous. So my son, Nick, would come and rescue me and show me some stuff. And then my awesome neighbor, Monica, would come and she would uh, show me and get me out of troubled spots and just enough to how to do the drop shadows and things I needed to do for the book. And then I had my appendix taken out, emergency surgery, before it exploded. And then as I was healing from that, that's hilarious. Um, and uh, as I was healing from that, a young lady ran a stop sign in our neighborhood and totaled my car and spun it around. And uh, EMTs and fire had to come and uh, use the jaws of life to, to get Sherry out and rush her to the, uh, she was in the passenger seat there, take her to the ER. And as I was healing up from that, then in a, a dumb freak accident, I broke my toe with my other son, Corey, on a, on the, on a bike. I just, uh, just basically fell off the bike, and <laughs> I thought I was fine, and then I realized I broke my toe in a couple places. I was trying to show off to my son to pop a wheelie over the curb, and my wife said, when's the last time you did that anyway? And I'm like, probably about 30 years ago. So that was, that was a bad idea. But anyway... I had all these obstacles and things, but I just kept coming back to this habit of working on my art and trying to, to focus and uh, give that a priority in my life. And so I had finally done it. I did something on my bucket list. I wrote my first book, and I felt so good about that, and I still do, of course. It was just a few months ago in December. But also I felt good because so often at the end of the day last year, I would feel good that I had invested my time doing something that I loved, not just all the mundane, endless list of stuff we all have to do, but really focusing on my passion. And I felt good going to bed often. So the truck finally arrived. It was 1.30, December 2nd. The guy pulled up in this big Conway truck, and I put on my knit hat, and I ran outside, and I greeted the driver. And luckily, he was a real friendly guy. And there was one giant uh, pallet of books, and he lowered it on the, the, the thing of the back of the truck, and he had the big orange uh, pallet jack, and he was pulling it up uh, my driveway to the garage. And I got behind it, and I helped push it up into the, uh, the garage there, and I ripped off the plastic, and I cut into the, one of the boxes of books, and I pulled it out. And I looked through it, there was nothing wrong with it. It looked good. <laughs> I had seen some proofs and seen it online, of course. And it just felt so great to finally have it in my hands. And the this, this driver of the truck, he was catching my uh, excitement. And he realized that the magnitude of this life event, that he was delivering a, an author's first book. And I just sort of spontaneously gave him a copy and he said, this is, this is awesome. And, he, and we talked about a little bit what it was about. And then he, he started walking away. But then he just came right back and said, hey, can you sign this for me? My, my kids are going to love that I met the author. Yeah. And I, yeah. that really hit me. <laughs> it really hit me that my mom was right. 
and I am an author, I am an artist. And as I was holding the book in my driveway as that truck lumbered away, I had this strange feeling of just happiness and joy and fulfillment. And I uh, just realized that I want more moments like this. I want more moments like this in my life. That feeling that only comes when I'm doing what I love. 